Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30 chair. It is 4.35 in Edmonton. They're just going through the pre-roll here in the building at Rogers Place. The Oilers and the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight. Some guests and orders now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply serving a night of the town. Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Roos Chris is open Tuesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. Open 4 o'clock on order game nights. You can tell Brendan, Chris, and Chef Eltaf that orders now sent you as we head off at 435 in Edmonton. To Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton. Every day is a game day at Century Sports Bar and Lounge. Head to Century Casino at 131st Avenue and Fort Road. Hello, Ron. How you doing? I'm great, Bob. Would you like to hear a story about Hotel California? I would. I knew you were listening, and that's, you know what? <laughs> You've scored a lot of points with our listeners because they can tell you're I mean, that's quite the story about Gene Carr and the new kid in town, and uh, we are going to get to trivia class. I don't know if I can ask it because I think it's too hard. Uh, but anyways, tell us all about Hotel California. The floor is yours. Well, the uh, song itself, New Kid in Town, according to Don Felder, who was kind of on the outs with the uh, Eagles later in his career because of how they divvied up the royalties. Anyway, he wrote a book, Heaven and Hell, and he tells the story because Felder was the guy who created the lick, the uh, great guitar riff. For Hotel California, and he says New Kid in Town was actually J.D. Souther. He was the guy who came with that song, and then Henley and, uh, of course, Glenn Fry got involved, and Gene Carr, you mentioned, who was uh, just a wonderful human being, had a bit of a rough go with substance abuse because he had a bad back, and he got hooked on morphine, and that drug led to another drug, and so he had to just go detox and get out of that and became a great investment counselor and a good friend of everybody in the King's organization and in hockey, just a great man, Gene Carr, who passed away uh, yesterday. But the story I want to tell you is... Is for Last Resort. It's my favorite song off that album. I don't know how well you know the album, but we were doing the 2007 Stanley Cup, and I hated driving on the 405 in California, so we were doing the Ottawa Senators and the Ducks. I found a really neat back street from the uh, Arrowhead Pond to our hotel, which was a Marriott. And we would drive, Don Cherry and myself, day in and day out to the practices in the morning of the day, you know, day of a game, to the off-day practices. We always took the same road, which got me to avoid driving on the 405. And we would go by this abandoned parking lot where there was a woman you couldn't miss selling her black velvet paintings. And she was kind of like Emmy Lou Harris, platinum blonde hair, uh, black halter top, faded blue jeans, hoop uh, silver earrings. And she was there morning, noon, and night at this abandoned parking lot, and nobody ever stopped to buy her paintings. And I said to Grapes, 
I said, you know, Don, maybe her life is fantastic. I mean, it's 72 and sunny every day. She looks great. Uh, but it kind of bugs me that nobody ever stops and buys any of her paintings. And it reminds me of the song Last Resort on Hotel California with that line by Henley, Call Someplace Paradise, Kiss It Goodbye. I said, do you have a favorite song lyric, Don? And his response was, oh, I always liked that, uh, send your camel to bed. And I said, send your camel to bed from Maria Moldar's Midnight at the Oasis is your favorite song lyric. And he said, yeah, I just kind of like the way she says to the sheet, you know, up with the chores, get in the tent. And so this is what we're talking about on the very important day of game five of the Stanley Cup. And I, I said to Don, you know, Maria Moldar was a one hit wonder. And he says, is that right? And I said, yeah, she couldn't get over the hump. So that's a oh, that's a favorite memory oh, from Hotel California for me. Oh man, you're far too punny, I tell you. Uh, you can long t- way to go. Yes, yeah. uh, you can. Uh, well, wasn't that a long way to go? Wasn't that uh, Phil Collins? Long, long way to go. I'm pretty, well, I'm pretty I, it, sure. You got a Phil yeah. Collins story for us as well? I, I no, but I used to ski whenever I skied in the uh, Rockies in outside of. Red Deer, we'd scoot down to either Lake Louise or Sunshine. I always would uh, play Phil Collins to be able to find the fault line. If you're a, if you're a skier, you know how important yeah. it is to be able to find the mogul run and the, and the line and to feel that uh, Take Me Home by Phil Collins is my ultimate go-to ski song. Yeah, there was uh, do you remember the CBS show called Cold Case? Which was a, I do, they, but I, I never watched it, but I know okay. it. Well, yes. They had, uh, there was a scene where one of the guys that was working in the basement of the cop shop was actually a serial murderer, and they couldn't nab him. He it it, it ended up being like a three-parter, and they extended over a couple of years, and he walks out of the uh, you know out of a police station, and that song is playing, and it's it's haunting because they they think they know he's the actual murderer, and there's nothing they can do at the time. And it has, it's, and just that, I mean, there's some little lyrics for Phil Collins stuff is quite, as you know, haunting. I know we play, well, uh, we play. We'll get off this and get to hockey, but one thing about Phil Collins, I can tell you, when we did the 1999 Stanley Cup at Reunion Arena in Dallas. Yes. We were just making small talk with the union guys that were running the lower bowl <laughs> of the arena. And we said, who's the greatest guy? Who, of all the musicians, you know, you've had every rock star in history come through town who's the greatest guy and they said without a doubt phil collins he was the guy that uh, was generous with the crew would always leave some money and some uh, supplies for the crew and yeah they loved phil collins yeah well you know unfortunately for phil uh, right. a certain segment of the population thinks he's too center right with his politics you're not allowed to be oh. well i think that might be changing a little bit how about you just be center on everything and we go from there all right wouldn't that be great yeah, yeah there, there you go well one other thing uh, and then i'll let you ask one question and then before i hang up uh <laughs> you you made a great uh, comparison uh, Connor bedard to marcel dion i wrote the forward for uh, not to brag but uh ted mahovlich asked me to help out with marcel dion's uh, life story it's called triple crown and i thought that was such a, a great idea that you picked out marcel dion for bedard as a comparison i mean uh, maybe maybe marcel was a little quicker uh for sure but he wasn't he was just strong he was only 168 points in his or uh, pounds in his rookie year dion yeah. but he got to 185 and he was you know you could not get that man off the puck right hand shot played on a team in detroit that was uh, tantamount to playing for the blackhawks they'd blown up the red wings yeah. so he had nothing around him and he still had 77 points 
points as a as a rookie. Uh, Ken Dryden won the Calder, but yeah, good for you. That was a it was a good pick. Well, thank you. Uh, on on rare occasions, I actually get one right. Uh, I was just going to say we had one of our best intros. I don't I can't remember if it was Reed that put it together or Brendan Ulrich is now in tails for sales because you know in radio the sales guys make all the money. Uh, and he was smart enough to get out of producing the show. But we, we put together uh, when Connor, it must have been Brendan Ulrich, when Connor returned from injury his rookie year and right. uh, you know in the air tonight and played it with his high. People were just, they loved it because he's just such an electrifying performer. What did you think of the theater the other night between the, the Oilers and the Chicago Blackhawks, Connor versus Connor? It was, uh, well, first of all, again, you were kind of right that the Oilers got away with a 2-1 to lead after 20 minutes. But from that moment on, it was their game, as you know. Uh, it, it was a, incredible. Uh, the, the goal was uh, was just a stunner to, to start things. And, you know, he looks like he's pivoting to go turn to the left-wing corner. Uh, and he ends up firing a top shelf uh, with that comb all over him. Just an amazing goal. And then, for me, the, the flip of that was uh, McDavid's no-look pass to Hyman. The, the third period, the start of the third period uh dry and mcdavid engineer a little give and go where leon makes a backhand they're on the power play start of the third period he makes a backhand pass to connor and he misses and uh he's so mad that he didn't score on that play he slams the end boards with his stick mcdavid and then he goes over to the far side and kind of looks back at leon and says damn it you know that was exactly how we drew it up and it just you know i should have converted but they then he comes right back mcdavid with a no look pass to to hyman and that that was also you know just an amazing the the two uh, the next generation day against new jersey with uh, the young 11-year-old doing the anthems uh, and all, all of Gene's funny interviews. Uh, but the kids, you know, putting on a show there was great. And then and then that theater, you know, that's that's as good as it gets, back-to-back dates. At well, I, I, is it the theater or the absurd or the bizarre? I'm not sure. But Gene, one thing about Gene, I mean, he he's not – I mean, he had Hunter – the master yes. as an intermission guest and is some, Hunter's child. Yeah, it was, it was, it was Hunter's yeah. child. Is that who it yes. was? Yes. And the question was, did the cat get your tongue? Yes. Because <laughs> the mascot wasn't saying it. Of course, I thought wasn't that, saying it. I heard some people suggest that's the best uh, intermission yes. guest they've had because they didn't talk too much. That's right. No, you, you and Shannon are fine. But okay. uh, but it was a great it was a great kids' day, and I you know because I'm a young red deer kid, uh, and I'll never forget going to the then Northlands Coliseum to see my first ever game, which was Toronto Maple Leafs at Edmonton Oilers, and you know just to see all Wait, those. Sorry, what year was this? That would be eighty. I was I was a nineteen year old, so I'm not really a kid. But the first time I got to see an NHL, I I'd seen preseason, Bob, yeah. but I'd never I'd seen uh, Jean Beliveau and the Canadians, believe it or not, against Gordy Howe in Detroit in Halifax, Nova Scotia. But I'd never been to a regular season game. The whole the whole experience of hockey and hockey night in Canada for me was a secondhand experience because I lived in the Yukon and then in Red Deer and never got anywhere near an NHL venue till I saw that game that night at uh, Northlands. And the, the excitement to go down in the lower concourse, anybody who remembers the old Coliseum, you would see Dave Hodge and Don and you would see the, your heroes and you would see all the... It was just an amazing thing to be there as a youngster. I executed one of my greatest shots ever and I would never, obviously, once I started working and the media never do this now, but I was in uh, grade 11, and the Oilers were playing the Minnesota North Stars, and my friend's dad had row four behind the North Stars bench, and it was a short glass at the time. And Bobby Smith had played in Calgary the night before and gotten a uh, black guy in a fight. And it was the year Rocket Richard's commercial was out for grief. Oh, yes. For two minutes for looking so good. Yeah. And I did it like, hey, Bobby, two minutes for looking so And with my booming baritone voice, right? 
yeah. the whole Minnesota bench turned around and started laughing there. Like, like it was, it was, it went, it was, I just caught him right as it went quiet in the building. We didn't have all the theatrics around it, all that kind of stuff. It was, it was funny. Hey, I got to ask you this. You mentioned John Bellevaux, class act. We all know that. I know some people in Montreal think Kirby Doc has a chance uh, to be, a, you know, I'm not saying he's going to be a, a dominant offensive force the way Bellevaux was. Was it, what's his, what's that line? Or like, he, did he not appear on like a U.S., one of those big Sunday night shows back in the day in the 1950s and he was in his uh, Montreal Canadiens garb and the whole deal. Do you, do you ever see that video? No, but but I would say uh, with respect to Doc, and a little bit like Rocket Richard, uh, Jean was hurt early. Yeah. He, he had he had a terrible. In fact, they used to say he's got a Cadillac chassis with a Volkswagen engine uh, because he he was uh, Blackjack Stewart got him and concussed him in 1962, and he wrote about it in his own first memoir. He's got two great memoirs, but the original memoir talks about playing through the injury and not really being himself for a year and a half. And, you know, people don't realize, uh, you know, they go through these things, the players. And Bellavo survived that, and, you know, he was just as elegant. And he was also funny. The, the thing about – and the third thing he was is concise. Uh, I don't know how you – well, we know both not know how we are. We're not concise. Uh, <laughs> what, what he does, uh, Bellavo, when he's given the microphone in front of, you know, a full house – he has a, a perfect 45 seconds. Whatever he decides to say, it's always the right tone. Uh, it's got something to it, and uh, it's short. He, he was brilliant, Sean. Uh, Ron McLean from NHL Hockey and Rogers for Century Casino Edmonton. Every day is a game day at the Century Sports Bar and Grill. Head to uh, Century Casino, 131st Ave and Fort Road. Ron, the Oilers are on an eight-game heater. They can tie... Uh, the the team record with the ninth consecutive win. They did it back in 2000-2001, and then they did it the final nine games of last year, which means technically if they win tonight, they will have had two nine-game winning streaks in the last 40 regular season games and fired a coach. Um, anyhow, uh, that's the ups and downs, and that's kind of how it works. Where do you see it? I, I mean, I know you have all those uh, great analysts join you on, on the panels and that sort of thing, but what are you seeing out of the Oilers right now? Well, you know, Louis said he felt that they are uh, focused on defense. Uh, I, I do feel like it's been McDavid's show, the 25 points in the 10 games. It uh, seems like whenever they need a moment, he, he has stepped up, and I did agree with Louis that Dreisaitl had a, a fantastic game the other night, but I still... I saw Brian Boyle. Now, Brian admitted he was on with Jeff Merrick this afternoon. He admitted he hadn't really watched the last five or six Oilers games that closely. So he, he felt he'd seen a couple of the mistakes that might have hurt them in the playoffs last year. I, you and I haven't seen it, although you mentioned it against uh, Chicago in the opening 20 minutes. Did not like the first period at all against you. Right. So they got to be ready. This is a team, you know, no Victor Hedman. That's a huge blow for Tampa because he is their Scott Stevens. Doesn't hit the way Stevens did, but he's, he's still mean and hard and, uh, you know, just a force out there. So I, I know Scott Stevens, uh, Bob, back in the day, during the 82 regular season games, he really didn't uh, put too much pressure on the team to perform as captain, except for one game each year. He wanted to win in Detroit. He knew that ultimately the Red Wings were most likely to be the team they meet in the final, and he hated to lose to the Detroit Red Wings. So I think it's important for Edmonton to see Tampa as that kind of a litmus test. Uh, be ready for the Lightning. Kucherov, you know, is absolutely the most underrated of the Hart Trophy winners. He's He's a phenom, that guy. They're a good team. They they won't be, you know, having that leadership from Hedman tonight, but they've got Vasilevsky back, and 
So this is this is a good test. You know, the, the last couple of games, I felt uh, the Friday night win against Minnesota, McDavid bailed them out after they got it to two to one. The Wild. Yep. Um, they own New Jersey, I would say, but but I didn't think they were. Why would you be that crisp against Chicago tonight? You want to be that crisp, as Louis said. They've got to be really uh, on that forecheck immediately on Tampa's vulnerable defense, and I'm really looking forward to it. Ron, great stuff. Thanks for joining us here in Oilers Now. A pleasure, Bob. See you soon. You bet. New West Travel, you can join them uh, in June for a 14-day Globus tour through the beautiful countryside of Newfoundland. It features the Iceberg Festival. Your New West Travel Newfoundland package includes flights, hotels, meals, and guided local tours to see Iceberg Alley, whale watching, lighthouses along the coastal cliffs, plus you can meet the locals for a screech-in. Save $400 when you book by December the 30th. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. When we come back, we'll hear from John Cooper, the head coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, Dave Campbell will have NHL today for us, and we'll get to Oilers game day trivia. This is Oilers Now and it's 4.50 at Edmonton. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Chad. Alright, here we go. It is 4.54 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you along with Dave Campbell who in about uh, 37 seconds time is going to bring NHL today but not before we go to I would assert the best coach in the National Hockey League over the last decade has been John Cooper. He had these comments when he was asked about Chris Knobloch. Well, I do know what kind of coach he is. I don't know him personally, but I have guys on our team that have played for him. So that's your best vehicle of finding out information. And uh, there was nothing but high praise. I wish I could come up here and say he sucks, but <laughs> he, uh, he apparently doesn't. <laughs> from, uh, from what a lot of guys that have won Stanley Cups in our room. And, and uh... All right, that is uh, John Cooper. Anthony Sorelli, uh, along with uh, Eric Chernak and Taylor uh, Darren Radish, the defenseman, have all played uh, for Chris Knobloch uh, at one time or another uh, during the course of their careers. We go into NHL today. It is presented by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. And here's Dave Campbell. Well, Bob, special night in Vancouver. Roberto Luongo is back, and he'll be inducted into the Canucks Ring of Honor ahead of the game against the Florida Panthers. Luongo played for the Canucks for part of eight seasons and was even their captain, first goalie to do it since 1947, and he spoke about the impact Vancouver had on his career. It was the most important stretch of my career. Uh, I think... Um you know, it was when I was in my prime. Uh, you know, we had a great team. We uh, we were in the playoffs. We made a you know a run to the cup. Uh, played in the Olympics in the city, uh, which is unbelievable when you think about it. You know, uh, that it all came together like that. So uh, it's a huge, huge part of my life. Luongo now works for the Panthers, overseeing their goaltending department. The uh, Bakersfield Condors in the American Hockey League will be in action on Saturday. They visit the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Oil Kings in action tomorrow in Western Hockey League play. They host uh, Swift Current Broncos at Rogers Place. Puck drop is at 7. And I'll slip in, uh, Bob, the CFL schedule was released today. The Elks open their schedule at home and for their season on Saturday, June 8th, against the Riders. First of three matchups against the Riders this season. 
Edmonton. All right, 457 in Edmonton. Let's do it. It's Oilers Game Day Trivia by Pro-Am Sports. Fan cave and fan gear specialists for all budgets. All correct answers are entered to win a signed Evander Kane jersey. Check out proamsports.ca or visit 12728 St. Albert Trail. Here is the question for you. So I mentioned uh, Gene Carr, the connection some believe is true, others do not, about uh, the obviously was friends um, with members of the Eagles, uh, the song New Kid in Town. The Edmonton Oilers in the WHL, uh, WHA had a player play parts of six seasons that was a teammate with the Flin Flon uh, Bombers in the old WCHL with Gene Carr. Now, this guy wasn't as prominent of a player. He was a 15th overall pick, though, in the NHL draft, and he did have a 30-goal season in the mid-'70s with 150 pims. Who is the former Alberta and Edmonton Oiler that played with Gene Carr in Flin Flon? You have to text us the correct answer at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. The old schoolers say we never do enough old-school trivia. That's an old-school trivia question. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Randy Kelburn still to come. Uh, Brian Igblom, the legendary Montreal Canadian defenseman and longtime Tampa Bay analyst. You're listening to Oilers Now.